4: <laughs> it's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all in mode mode here. Connect comes with out the guy at ArmsRoomRadio.com like and, like and now live right? from the MagSwag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world. It's Arms Room Radio. Mm-hmm. Now here's Mike.
1: Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. My name is Mike. I will be uh, guiding us through uh, the Arms Room Radio program here today. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Uh, I do not do the show by myself. You can probably hear him sitting there next to me. Uh, Let me bring him in. Uh, Please welcome to the program the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl.
5: Coming to you live from the MagSwag.com mobile mini studio.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got you. We got some. Yeah, we you got some uh, road noise there with you. Everything going all right today?
5: Yeah, doing good. Just a Bunch of traffic.
1: Yep, yeah, running, running back through. Did you bring back the? You brought back a uh, what? Truckload of Coors Light. Is that what we got going on Coors Light?
5: Actually, on my return trip, I brought back a whole load of sailboat fuel.
1: Oh, did you? Very nice, very nice. Is that uh, is that uh, the little, little solar sailboat fuel?
5: there for
6: our listeners.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that the, uh, the the solar sailboat fuel that you have there, or is that the uh, is that the new? Uh, yeah. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. The guy, I know which ones you're talking about. There we go, there we go. Uh, good stuff, good stuff. How are things yep. uh, this week in the in the world of Earl?
5: Doing well, and for our listeners that don't understand trucker lingo. It was a truckload of air. Yep. I brought back an empty trailer.
1: Well, listen, if you didn't bring uh, back yeah, the empty trailer, busy, so. if you didn't bring back the empty trailer, there'd be all these empty trailers up north, and nobody down here would have a trailer. So exactly. it's just how it works. Exactly.
5: <sighs> Got to shuffle them around.
1: That's it. That's a, I mean, that's a good sign. That means uh, we are exporting products uh, out of Florida more than uh, they're being exported in. Which means Florida has a, a, a you know a gross product uh, uh, in, in the positive, so that's good. That's good stuff for Florida.
5: Yeah, at least for today, and as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Exactly right. Exactly right. Um, but I think I think I cut you off there. How are things going this week for you?
5: Doing well, keeping busy. So. Keeps me off the streets and out of the pool halls and out of your hair.
1: Uh, and um, I. Uh I was going to make a hair comment, but I'll just leave it like that. Um, you know, <laughs> combed into the side. Uh,
5: well, <laughs> we we know I can't get in my
6: own hair,
1: so. Well, I mean, you do it like a handstand. you got a, you got a heck of a head of hair there, you know. you got to get to, <laughs> you, get to that, you know, I bet you, I, it, now that beard is probably longer than any hair you ever had when you had the hair on the head, isn't it? Uh...
5: Eh, probably eh, you know i did have back when I was younger i i did have a time or two that i had hair way down uh close to the middle of my back
1: so. wow okay stand never would have the, the flowing locks of <laughs> Earl yeah, yeah i never would have thought that that's uh, i mean i' seen the pictures with the wavy hair you know like the 80s hair but not the uh, not the the 80s rock star hair i did not see that oh
5: yeah oh yeah but it was in the 80s
1: yeah, yeah, very true, very true, very true. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see what's going on. Uh, everything going on uh, as well uh, on this side of uh, uh, the microphone. So uh, we we'll just we we'll just jump right into it. See what we got here for some stories. I know there's a lot of. It seems like it's gun buyback weekend uh, coming up, Earl. Um, lots of gun buybacks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, going on around the country. I'm trying to. I want to try and tell you folks where some of them are so you can go there and make money and go buy some new guns um because that's the best thing gun buybacks are for when you decide you don't have a passion for the current gun and you'd like to go buy another gun and uh, you don't have to haggle over price you just go meet with the police or the attorney general or whoever happens to be giving away the money and you can get yourself a new gun uh you know we, we we tell the story all the time we would uh while, while managing a federal firearms license, any piece of crap that walked through the door that was worth nothing, we'd offer 25 bucks for, just so when the gun buybacks came around, we could take them a whole bunch of guns and get some gift cards and some free sneakers or iPads or whatever it was.
6: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: absolutely. Pretty much double yeah, money. Absolutely 100% legal because uh, all, the dealer has to either dispose of it to an individual with a background check or... Destroy it or turn it over to a police department, and guess what? That counted as <laughs> turning, turning it over to a police department. Yeah, yep. So here you go. Where's my money? <laughs> Just like that. Um, let's see. We got. To, I think the first couple of ones are going on uh, outside of uh, in New Jersey. Uh, there's Atlantic City has got one going on. Uh, there's two or three more going on this weekend in the state of New Jersey. Uh, now New Jersey does the the tiered thing you know like oh is it a is an assault weapon uh, is it a is it a rifle is it a shotgun uh, you know and and so they, they tier it so make sure you know what your local jurisdiction is offering for these rifles uh, like here's a I'm looking at one from Syracuse New York right now Syracuse New York. they are offering, now the dreaded assault rifle Earl now I don't know how these 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 brave officers are going to be able to take in these assault rifles aren't they gonna just go nuts and start shooting everybody in the area don't assault rifles just kill on the you know without any uh, regard for humanity whatsoever yeah
5: they'd like you to think that
1: I mean these things are always out on the street you always hear assault rifle did this assault rifle did that I mean I I've never heard of people's names in there it's just the assault rifle does this
6: yeah
5: yeah, yeah. You, you leave it alone long enough, it'll,
1: it'll go after somebody. Oh that's either they're evil. evil. Let's see uh, handguns 150 bucks, a rifle or shotgun 75. I don't know where they come up with the tier for this Earl. you know listen, a, a rifle or a shotgun uh, has more firepower than a handgun does, but I guess the handguns are more valuable to the people in Syracuse. Uh, non-working or an antique gun. $25, so if you've got uh, great-great-great-great-great-great-grandpa's uh, gun from the the Civil War, you may want to hold on to that one, take it to a local uh, dealer-collector-antique-auction uh, 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 kind of place and see what they can work out for you. Um, listen, folks, all, all kidding aside, if you've got, you got a firearm that uh, you don't want um, and... Uh, you take it to a dealer. Take it to a dealer, and a dealer will... If they want it, if they're interested in, it, if it's a decent enough firearm, make you an offer on it. Just know it's they're gonna offer you about half of what it's really worth because you know they gotta they gotta put a bunch of work into it. You know they, whether they're cleaning it or just putting it on their books, uh, and they gotta turn it to uh you know to to make that profit on it. But and if you don't want to deal with that hassle, yeah. go to one of these buybacks. Abuse them. Hey, listen, I got my gun. I don't want it anymore. I hear you're giving me 150 bucks. Great, thanks. Take that 150 bucks. Take your butt, your butt down to the you know the gun store, and you got one hundred fifty dollars in your pocket to make that purchase with. You know, it's a nice little, uh, little starter, starter uh, wad of cash. And, you know, it's 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 not it's not there. We know that. Listen, we know over and over and over and over again that these gun buybacks don't take bad guns off the street. They're just there for feel good kind of you know policy. That's it. That's all there is to it. Just feel good. Stats over and over and over prove that. So, yeah, take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. You got a old gun in the house? Either go to the dealer or go to a gun buyback. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. We'll be back after the break.
3: This is Thousand I'm sorry, say
7: that one more time?
1: Your curiosity? Well, I, if you're, you're talking to somebody there, that's going out over our internet feed
3: handgun magazine you oh gotcha okay if, sorry Yeah, right. i'm training somebody right now so gotcha. i'm just giving them like pointers and stuff
1: understood understood
3: curiosity turns to pure adrenaline
7: innovation performance keltech see more at
8: Kel-Tec-Weapons.com. ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle if you want the tactical excellence of gun check usa GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories, and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTechUSA Parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA, defining tactical excellence for
3: over 26 years.
9: Boundary of distillery.
3: Do you love bourbon?
9: Boundary Oak Distillery. Do
3: you love whiskey? Boundary Oak
9: Distillery.
3: Do you love America?
9: Boundary Oak Distillery.
3: And you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton, Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary
9: Oak Distillery.
3: We're coming back in one minute. One minute.
10: It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says you don't need that kind of gun, remind them the founding fathers determine what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault right. For a Saturday night special. or for that matter, no one needs a furbag with a bike car bed, like it our engine capable of 150 miles per hour. In the hands of honest, responsible individuals, you have the right of the choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today, this message from our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. All right, here
4: we go. 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now... Live from the MagSwag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arm's Room Radio.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arm's Room Radio. Coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. And the uh, the, the mobile maxi, Earl, we're still in the mobile maxi? No, we're
5: in the mini.
1: We're in the mobile mini. We're in the mobile mini studio, uh, or Earl is, uh, as, he, uh, as he follows all... Traffic laws and guidelines en route to the regular studio. So, make sure we're clear on uh, that. Mike. Yes.
6: Mike.
1: Yes. Mike. Yes. Yes. No, I'm
5: not. I don't want to get ran over.
1: Oh well, you, you, you go. Oh, you're doing the whole. You uh, you got the flow thing going around there.
5: Yeah. If I if I followed all the traffic guidelines, I would get ran off the road.
1: Well, just remember, somebody tries that, you get up underneath them and put them into the wall. Oh yeah.
5: Oh yeah.
1: Take that, Ricky, Bobby. Yeah,
5: yeah I remember you, you, you teaching me at the uh, law enforcement-issued uh, uh, pit maneuver.
1: That's it. Yes, yes. We used to do that quite frequently just for fun. Uh, let's see here. Um, <laughs> I mean, Earl and I, not against, like, other innocent people. No, it was just, just like Earl and I. We'd go out and, get a, go out and do it. Um, sometimes we'd even use, like, uh, uh, wheeled vehicles instead of just doing it around the office in chairs. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, <laughs> Justice Department, Earl, the Justice Department. This is Merrick Garland's Justice Department. The current attorney general rolls out five firearms trafficking strike forces to tackle gun violence. Dun, dun, dun. These are going on in New York, Chicago, D.C., Illinois, Chicago, Illinois, and then in uh, Los Angeles and San Francisco, California, California. So make sure we got that right. San Francisco, Los Angeles, Chicago, New York, and D.C. Uh, Justice Depart- Justice Department put these out now, Earl. They, uh, they know at least
5: they know the the uh, high volume uh, crime areas.
1: So yeah, they got that right. Right, right. Uh, you know, just it's just a year ago. You remember after the uh, disastrous disastrous July Fourth weekend, Independence Day weekend. In Chicago, where they had an incredible amount of, uh, of firearms-related incidents and deaths, that um, the Department of Justice and President Trump said they would send uh, ATF and other federal officials there to help assist in the gun violence. And Mayor Lori Lightfoot—that's her name, Lori Lightfoot, right? The one that looks like a Beetlejuice. Um, she, uh, yeah, she yep. said, "No, no, we don't want your stormtroopers and your shock troops here." Um, well, the same exact officials from uh, the DOJ and ATF are there now under Biden and Merrick Garland's administration, and she has no problem with them. So just just oh, now. Now
5: they're not shock troops. No, they're, they're not not related to Orange Man Bad.
1: No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. There, there are no tweets to hurt you. So we're going to allow them to come to oh. your town. Um these, uh, you know, Earl, you, you look at the 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 violence that's going on and what they're doing. And, and this is the same thing that they were offered up last year for Um, they, they, they send like their their crime scene analysis people. They send some investigators. Uh, they might send a federal prosecutor for, you know, certain jurisdictions that are stuck on. Uh, oh, well, our state law doesn't allow us to do that. Uh, so, you know, this is basically the and this is this is the irony of this, Earl, Um this is the Trump plan from last year. This is Trump and, and, and Bill Barr's plan, Attorney General Barr's plan from last year uh, that was, uh, was deemed to be um, uh, stormtroopers. They're going to come in. They're going to squash Antifa. They're going to violate everybody's rights. But now, now, the ATF is allowed to bring and the DOJ is allowed to send these to these, all, by the way, Democrat-controlled cities, uh, and um, all of the mayors are receptive because, Earl, now it's a gun problem that's doing the problem, that they're having the problems with. Remember, it was before that we were worried about Orange Bad Man and his shock troops. Now they're worried about, well, we have to get the guns off the street. Earl, we talked about this last segment. While you're out there driving right now, do you see a lot of guns running around on the side of the road? Not a one. What, what, maybe they're hiding under the overpasses so they can jack people. Now I look, no, I look. I don't no, see any. Not there either. Okay.
5: Because, it's one I like, I might stop and pick it up.
1: Oh, you like give it a home, like when you see like a baby rabbit on the side of the road. You know, it's not. You know, its mother is gone. Yeah. Right. You know, like a like an eagle probably got it or something like that. And uh, and now you've got to you've got to find a home for it. So you take that uh, that that you know that baby Glock home, right? And you uh, you nurture it. You feed it. Maybe it becomes a subcompact, right? And maybe a little while longer grows into a it grows into a full size, you know, Glock seventeen. It, maybe it's even bigger. Maybe it's like a forty or a forty one when you're done with it. It's a long slide, you know?
5: There we go. There we go. That's what
11: I'm hoping for.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Uh, listen, I know it doesn't work that way. We kid folks, it doesn't work that way with guns, but it evidently it does work that way with forty caliber ammo. Um, and I, I could tell you <laughs> I could tell you from for the you know what we got some time here a little sidebar Um, for about the last ten years I have been trying to rid myself of all forty caliber ammo. Now the only reason I had any forty caliber ammo is because one of the agencies I worked for they were forty cal people and um, uh, I was just like okay I'm going to carry those three magazines and the rest in my car. I'm not even letting this stuff in my house. But it's Earl. Some of it must have jumped out. Must have come in the house. They must have, you know, gotten into the drawer, did a little 40-cal on 40-cal action, so I had a bunch more 40-cal in there, and and, and still, Earl, you're you're a recipient of this. There'll be days when I'll see you, and I'll go, here's another box of 40-cal. Where'd that come from? I don't know. I found it in my garage. It just, they just, (laughs) appear. I can't get 45 to do that. I can't get nine to do that. Nine does the opposite, by the way. Nine disappears on its own. 40-cal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe that you know what that is? Maybe the nine mil is sitting there all fitting in shape, and then as it's sitting in a garage, it just eats and gets fat and turns into forty cal. <laughs> forty cal could Balloon be just up. old nine mil, you know. <laughs>
6: yeah,
5: yeah,
1: it's nine you mil, know, mil.
5: Nine mil when they're young and fit and strong, and they get you know you haven't shot them in a while, so they're getting old, they're getting fat, they're getting lazy, they're ballooning up. That's it. They're stepping up a caliber.
1: That's it. I think that's what it is.
5: That's okay. I don't mind. I'll take any of, any and all you find laying around the house. Yep. I'll
1: give it a good home. Uh, let's see here. Let's go on. Uh, the, uh, the ATF It says uh, all too often guns found at crime scenes come from hundreds or even thousands of miles away. Or, or I guess that's because the, the guns are hitchhiking. Um, uh, we are redoubling our efforts as ATF works with law enforcement to track the movement of illegal firearms used in violent crime. These strike forces enable sustained coordination across multiple jurisdictions to help disrupt the worst gun trafficking corridors. Uh, again, Earl, I see all about how the guns are bad and how the guns move. I don't see anything about the individuals that are trafficking these firearms. I don't see anything about uh, the criminals that are committing multiple crimes and multiple felonies with firearms. seems to be all about how do we control the gun rather than the criminal.
5: Yeah, that, that's something that I, I noticed and you were stating earlier that, you know, M- Mayor Lightfoot in particular had a problem with uh, President Trump sending in reinforcements to help her control the crime problem in her, her city, you know, criminal activity, i.e. human beings. But the current administration, they have no problem saying, yeah, we'll send some troops in to help you with your gun violence problem. You know, they, they, they have no issue of blaming an inanimate object that needs a human being to operate. It. You know, just changing, changing the narrative. You know, they'll, they'll, the current administration will be glad to go along with the narrative they want. So.
1: Yeah, you know, people point out as, a, as a, you know, read through the story here, there's those that on the opposite side of the table look at this Earl and they say just what you said here that gun trafficking is not a crime. But those involved in the schemes are prosecuted under other laws, such as conspiracy, prohibited possession, or making false statements. Um, I don't know what ATF happens to be talking about here, because gun trafficking is a crime. You cannot traffic firearms if you've illegally obtained them, or you're going to use them in a crime. Um, If you transport from one state to another, I don't know, like uh, the lawful great state of Pennsylvania... Uh, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, and you take it into New York where it's not allowed or it's not registered. That's a gun trafficking crime. Um, Earl, you, you're familiar with interstate commerce and how certain items have to be transported differently when you go from one uh, state to another, right? Um, that's yeah, everything
5: that I deal with, the it, you know, the, the biggest thing is you know different hazardous materials. I have to. Make sure the uh, trailers I'm pulling are prop- properly flackered in. Uh, heaven forbid I get involved in an accident, then that way the first responders will know the uh, severity of the scene, of whether or not they need extra uh, specialized uh, personal protection gear or, or how to treat the scene appropriately.
1: I thought this was interesting that um, the President and Attorney General Garland announced that ATF would be cracking down on federal firearms licensees uh, who violate key regulations. They said, listen, if you got any uh, extra COVID money, too, you can use that to help against the gun problem. So there goes your money, folks. There it goes. You're listening to what? Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. We'll see you after the break.
7: There are a lot of things teenagers hope for.
9: Homecoming.
12: Getting a cell phone.
9: My first boyfriend.
12: But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home.
9: Getting a family.
12: Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12
7: and up. They need a camera. Just as hey, much. Earl,
1: put your mic on mute.
7: If, the little if your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, Say that again, Mike. Take this Can you chance put your stuff
1: on mute? Them a
4: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Magswag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. com uh, studios. We are we're we're glad you are here with us. We enjoy being with you. Hopefully, you enjoy being with us as we bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Um, Earl is in the uh, the mobile the mobile mini studios. Earl, let me remind you to to uh, take the mic uh, take the mute off so you can come back and join us again. Um, and uh, oh, we, I'm here. There we go. Gotcha. 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 Okay. Um, uh, Earl, you know, there, there's been a, a rash we have seen of of of, of our friends, uh, or excuse me, not our friends, the people on the left, the uh, the anti-gunners, the gun grabbers, uh, the anti-constitutionalists, the, the un-Americans, uh, and any other thing I could think to call them, um, where they have tried to say, well, we're going to be tough on guns, be tough on gun crime, uh, by making the theft of a firearm, uh, if if you have a firearm stolen, you must report it within a certain time period. If you don't, you shall be charged with a crime for failure to report theft of the firearm. Now, Earl, you're familiar with some of these these laws that have been passing, right? Yes. Now, they, they, they range, again, depends on from state to state. Um, you know, some say it's, you know, 72 hours. Some say, uh, you know, you've gotta do it in, in, in five days, five business days, they, they all range. Uh, but the, the one thing is, is consistent, is that the goal is to take the the victim of the crime and make the victim the suspect. Make the victim a defendant. So you have someone who's probably, listen, I, I, I would guess it'd have to be a burglary, Earl, right? Because you don't just leave a gun sitting on the front porch. That's not what responsible people do. So if somebody comes into your house and steals a firearm, somebody comes into your vehicle, which you should not do, I understand there are certain circumstances where you have to. You should try to avoid that at all costs. But if somebody burglarized your home, burglarized your automobile, and took your firearm, the the, the anti-gunners are now saying, we want to punish those that got the guns stolen from them rather than enhance any crimes or penalty for those that are stealing the guns. Is, is that not the definition of idiocracy, Earl?
5: Yeah, I mean, to to put this into another can of worms that uh, our listening audience will really understand, uh, let's apply this same metric to uh, crimes of passion, of of rape. You know, uh, the the stigma, and I'm going to take it to the extreme. How many decades has the stigma of of it's been the the first line of defense is the woman that was raped, oh, she, she dressed provocatively she was asking for it so now they turn the victim into a defendant and try to uh, throw off the, the criminal activity from the criminal who committed the crime
1: yeah yeah absolutely and you know and that was you know a garbage you know uh, you know a, a bias uh, chauvinist uh, views whatever it was and we and we all know that that's it's wrong and and, and, and thankfully it's you know, for the most part, it's it's done away with. Is it's still out there? Obviously, it's still out there, and it's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong to uh, to try and make the victim, the defendant, and blame them. And that's exactly what's going on here with this type of situation. Now, um, there is some uh, some good news on the uh, on the front here to combat this on the federal level. Level, Senator Cruz, uh, Ted Cruz, Mike Crapo, uh, Lindsey Graham. Uh, and 18 of their colleagues introduced the Federal Firearms Licensee Protection Act of 2021. This is to address the increasing number of smash and grab thefts targeted at federally licensed gun dealers. Now, again, we were just talking to you about you as the individual, as the victim, uh, you know, have a firearm stolen from you. Well, the feds and you just heard the, we heard you turn us talking about in the last couple stories where the president is starting to go after federal firearms licensees for their daily operations. This law is designed to protect them in case the FFL and the owners and the employees of the FFL become the victim of a crime. So if they were to become the victim of the crime, they would not be the ones that are, you know, that are gone after. Um, Uh, Here's what it says. Uh, As crime rates rise in major cities, it's crucial to target violent criminals and fugitives, not law-abiding citizens, when it comes to firearms legislation. This is a quote from uh, uh, Ted Cruz. I'm proud to join the others of this legislation, increasing penalties for smash and grab perpetrators to ensure we uphold law and order in our communities and defend federally licensed gun dealers from being targeted by criminals. Um Senator Grappo said, The Second Amendment of the U.S. Its constitution protects the rights of law-abiding citizens to keep and bear arms. It does not protect the right of those committing firearm theft and other crimes while seeking to cause harms to others. This legislation protects those firearms dealers, importers, and manufacturers, and holds perpetrators of the crime accountable for their despicable actions. Senator Graham followed with, I'm proud to reintroduce this important legislation to make smash and grabs more costly for criminals. A um, little background, Earl. Uh, ATF has reported a 43% increase in the number of FFL federal firearms. Like, those are gun stores, folks, or manufacturers. FFL burglaries and 15% decrease in the number of robberies from 2019 to 2020. Uh, for, listen, for those that are sitting out there and, and, and are just, just unaware, a burglary... Is when you go into the facility when no one's there. You break in um, to the, the 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 gun dealer or the home. Now, if somebody's in there, that's an armed occupied burglary. All right. Um, but most of the times, uh, uh, you know, that's that's when it would be closed. If it was closed uh, and you broke in and there are people there, that's an armed occupied burglary. What they're the other part what they're talking about with robberies is they're just where somebody walks into the door and goes, "Give me all the guns right now." That's a robbery. So burglary for the most part is when you break in nobody's there take the guns robberies when you come in and you, you demand the guns from the people so there's been a the, the the individual versus individual persons crime has seen a small reduction yet the property crime of breaking in and stealing the firearms that has increased so uh, the number of firearms taken during uh, robberies did increase 53% so there were less robberies but more guns taken Uh, And approximately 6,000 firearms were taken nationwide last year in burglaries and robberies. Here's what the law fixes to do, Earl. Uh, Increase the maximum penalty for knowingly stealing any firearm from a business uh, from 10 years to 20 years. Mandatory minimum sentence of three years for burglary and five years for robbery. And criminalize attempts of theft from a licensed importer, manufacturer, dealer, or collector. So... So it's, it's, it's nice to see that this stuff is uh, is finally coming around, Earl, and we're going to see some help from the federal uh, authorities to, uh, to to minimize victims being turned into criminals.
5: Yeah, I, I'm glad of this law, but it's a sad state of affairs. We need a federal law to keep somebody who did their due diligence as best they could to prevent a theft, but... Somebody decided to break the law and and override, you know, their, what they've done and commit a crime and steal something from them, but now the victim is the one responsible.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's just 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 a travesty of justice, and it's good to see that uh, you know some of our conservative heroes of the Senate are standing up to this. Um, I will encourage all. Federal firearms licensed dealers, as well as as, as, well as I will all gun owners, to secure your firearms when not in use. Um, listen, if you're one of them giant gun stores and, uh, you know, at night you just, you know, lock the door and leave, you should really consider taking those guns out of display or running chains through them or locking them or moving them to the safes or doing whatever you have to do. It's just responsible. Is it required under ATF standards? It's, it's actually not, folks. But is it the responsible thing to do? And that's isn't that what we're talking about here? Being the responsible gun owner, being the responsible dealer, being the responsible person in the room. That's the way to stop these kind of things from happening. Earl, I mean, how many times did you hear about it? You know, uh, dealer was broken into, lost 64 guns because they just kept them in a glass case. Yeah, I, and
5: this is where I'll kind of counter a, a little bit with you that they, they did their due diligence of they locked all their doors and windows, they put burglary prevention bars in front of those doors because they knew guns were out in simple display cases, but when criminals are willing to resort to backing a pickup truck up and tying a cable around those burglary bars and, and using another vehicle and just ripping it off the hinges or, like uh, happened to a Uh, a a gun store here in town taking a vehicle and literally driving it through a brick wall you know what's to prevent them from loading up the safe that they put everything in and you know taking industrial tools and opening it up later yeah
1: Yeah, for the most part i think everybody does a good job i just remind them to not be lazy and secure those firearms you know that's what you're going to do if the bad guy wants to succeed the bad guy will succeed just make it harder for them You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. We'll be back after the break.
7: The DelTec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See more at Keltecweapons.com.
3: You're listening
4: to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. Hey, we got a guest in the studio here with us in the uh, in location Bravo. Please welcome our guest to the program. His name is Earl. Yay! <laughs> uh, Earl has made it from the mobile maxi to the mobile mini to the actual uh, studio. So we are uh, we're glad to have uh, Earl back here with us. Um, Earl, it seems as though our great state of Florida has decided to uh, um, show its Florida man self once again. Yeah. Uh, uh, um And. Uh,
14: this is one uh, Florida man story. We're just gonna have to not save for Major Bill.
1: Yep, yeah. We want to get this one out and talk to you about uh, some safety issues, some safety items, and uh, I think this is the uh, the best way uh, to to do this. It, and we'll just start with telling you what happened. A man apparently shot himself by accident while showing Florida bar customers his gun this past Thursday night. Um, The man could be seen on surveillance video showing his gun to customers in a Pensacola bar before making a quick motion as of putting it into a pretend holster below his shoulder. When he did, the gun discharged and a bullet hit him in the torso, according to the news. Um, The bar manager did show the news the video of the incident. She said, um, I don't know uh, if he was pretending to be a, a, a bad butt. He didn't say bad, but bad A or something. Um, But from what I can tell, it was completely by accident. A man immediately left the bar, checked himself into a hospital. Police contacted him and were determining whether to file charges. Uh, And this guy we're going to use as an example for the next uh, eight and a half minutes. (laughs) (laughs) There's a whole (laughs) lot of instances
14: of what not to do.
1: Um, The... um, this, this is, okay, first off, um, um, I guess we should discover the basic rules of firearm safety first, and then we can tell all the things that this guy did wrong, okay? Yeah. Um, number one, um, we, we know from the, the firearms rules of safety is, uh, well, I, I, have, I have a different number one, but I'm going to give you the, the, standard, the standard four. Always treat every gun as if it's loaded. Always treat every gun as if it's loaded. That's number one. Always treat yep. every gun as if it's loaded. Number two, always point the muzzle in a safe direction. Always point the muzzle in a safe direction. Uh, and Earl, if you did just those two, you'd probably be all right, but you got to keep going. Yep. Number three, always keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. Always keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. And number four, always be sure of your target and beyond. Always be sure of your target and beyond. So, once again, treat every gun, if it's loaded, as if it's loaded. Always point the muzzle in a safe direction. Always keep your finger off the trigger till ready to shoot. And always be sure of your target and beyond. Now, I believe the number one rule of gun safety should be never turn your guns over to the government.
6: True. Yeah, I think, yeah,
14: yeah that, that that's, yeah.
1: <laughs> never turn your guns over to the government. That's number one. Um, but uh, anything to say on these four, Earl?
14: Uh. N- nothing to on the rules themselves right. but just to give a little breakdown you know there's four of them and you're you're good at the maths and and this is oh boy this I is d- simple enough to break down that yeah. I can understand it F- uh take 100% divided by 4 25%. Yes. I violate one rule. Yes. I'm still 75% good. Um
1: n- well that's not really how it works. <laughs> but okay You <laughs> but okay. Yeah, you, yeah, you understand yeah, what yes, I yeah, violate yes. two rules yeah. I'm still
14: 50% good. Yeah. Okay. I've got to do a whole lot. Yeah. yeah. To really mess something up, yeah, to work, yes. you know, but clearly this guy, yeah. you know, did did a
1: lot of rule violating. If you're in the bar and you have your firearm on you, the only place that firearm should be is secured in the holster or wherever you have it, wherever you're carrying it. Now, from state to state, this will vary. Yes, all right. Uh, in the state of Florida, it's okay to have a firearm in a bar uh, as long as. That bar does not get its primary source of income from alcohol sales. So what, what does that mean? Um, if you can eat in there, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's normally okay. Uh, if it has a separate bar section, you want to stay out of the separate bar section and stay in a restaurant, and they still have an alcohol license. That's okay. Uh, there's some nuances to this yeah, law, well, but there's technicalities. But it's technicalities. Yeah, it's not an absolute, oh, they serve alcohol, you can't have the firearm in there. Now, again, this is also granted that you have a concealed weapons permit in the state of Florida because there is no open carrying of firearms in Florida uh, unless you're, uh, you're hunting, fishing, going to the range or to and from, and this was not one of those instances. Yeah. Um, some states, such as Georgia, uh, you can have that gun with you, open carry in the bar while you're doing shots. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that, uh, that was a
14: weird experience.
1: <laughs> uh, I, but I got to say, Georgia's never had a crime committed no. by any of those people.
14: No, I, yeah. and the, the one time I did it, I never felt unsafe. It was, yeah. you know, hey, what what kind of whiskey is that? What kind of grips are
1: those? Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Um, don't take the gun out of the holster. Exactly. Only time the gun comes out of the holster. Hold on. Let's 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 see. Um, always treat every gun as if it was loaded. Well, I, I don't know. Really, I think that kind of violates that. I have a gun and it is loaded. I should keep it secure unless I need to use it.
14: Exactly. I should
1: always exactly. point the muzzle in a safe direction. For him, the safe direction would have been in the holster. Yep. Uh, and we we know um, he must have kept his finger off the trigger because nothing happened, right? No, <laughs> so he clearly Oops. put his finger or something else on the trigger. Yeah, that, that's a
14: good possibility. That's that's the hmm. thing too. A lot a lot of uh, NDS negligent negligent discharges do happen of poorer quality equipment failing the operator. You know, we we know of you know somebody trying to you know cheap out and go with the 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 holster that you know uh, inside the waistband yeah under the belt tension yep. it collapsed yeah nylon bo- yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah able yeah. able to yeah. get the the muzzle in but then as they're pushing the firearm into the holster because of the collapse of the muzzle a little crease popped into the trigger guard and caught the trigger
6: yep
1: pew pew, pew yeah, right in, the, right in uh, there right in the
14: side of the thigh
1: yep. uh and obviously, he did not. Uh, this gentleman did not was not sure of his target and beyond because he put a bullet in himself. Right. That that's where we come up with friends don't let friends wear nylon. Exactly right. Don't no, none of those old nylon holsters. And then listen, you got the ones with the snaps on top, and there's nothing wrong with a good snap on top if you have a stiff, yeah, thumb, thumb snap, positive yeah. holster. But once that thing gets loose and, and flappy, when you put the gun in it wants to, it tends to fall right back into the trigger yep. trigger well. Yep. So. Uh, don't take your gun out to show it off. No. If you're going to take your gun out to show it off, here's where you should do that. At the end of the day, when you're getting ready to take your gun off and put it away, that's a good time. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Um, oh, you're, you got a gun you want to show your friend? In the bar is not the place to show it. No. Outside's not the place to show it. No. In the car is not the place to show it. You should show it when it's time to take the gun off and put it away. All right? That's the way that works. Don't be this clown. Now, now you got people out there that are, that listen, fence sitters on firearms. Well, I think people should be able to, I guess, carry a gun in a bar if they want to, to protect themselves, right? Oh, Florida man shoots himself in the gut because he's, he's being a dummy. Well, you know what? Now I don't think I should, you should have a gun in a bar. You see how that works? Yeah, exactly. You, you just do some stupid with a gun, you take them fence sitters, and they go the other way. And this is why you need to be responsible. This is why, I don't know, you don't carry a uh, you don't carry a long black rifle on a pier while going fishing with a two-year-old Ugh. it's it's you know it's the responsible thing right you yeah know? don't be an idiot don't be an idiot don't be an idiot
14: yeah I mean you know not only do you have a responsibility for the betterment of yourself but also a betterment of I'm going to say our society of gun aficionados
1: yeah yeah you listen I, I can't tell you the number of times that those that are neutral on this issue are pushed one way or the other and and they're not pushed to the positive they're not pushed to the to the pro gun side when somebody does something with a gun where they saved a life or they you know they right. saved a police officer right. that might be the extreme concealed carrier helps save police officer that right. might be the only one any other time you hear a concealed weapon carrier or an open carrier using their firearm to defend someone that really doesn't bring anybody over i'm not saying don't do it I'm just saying that's not the, that's not the issue. What does push is the opposite way. When you do something stupid with the gun, it pushes the neutral crowd to the anti-gun side.
14: Yeah, and, and that that just goes along with you know what what kind of political environment are we in right now? Yeah. Uh. The the situation of a fully licensed concealed carry firearm holder using his 100% legal, licensed, authorized, whatever terminology you want to use it uses that firearm to defend the life of a law enforcement officer. You don't hear about it. No. But this guy here st- does a boneheaded move. Fortunately, the only person injured was himself. And, and I'm, not, I'm not happy he's injured. I'm just glad nobody else was injured. But this is going to get airtime virtually around the world. We yep. know every liberal loon is going to take this and run with it. Yep. You know, uh, look, see... People with guns are dumb.
1: Exactly right. Exactly right, folks. Uh, that's the first hour of the program. Stick around; we got more coming back for you after the break. Until then, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly.
14: If you're not ready, get ready.
1: If you are ready, stay ready.
14: You're remember, keep your head on a swivel.
7: The Delta Sub Two Thousand Semi-Automatic Rifle. is sure to arouse your curiosity. Not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So, in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See more at Keltecweapons.com.
15: If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at SnagMag.com. That's SnagMag.com, because there's no such thing as extra ammo.
0: Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio
1: Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you.
6: Merck
4: It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arm's Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. My name is Mike, I'll be guiding us through the remainder of the program here for the next hour, uh, maybe a couple minutes less. Yeah, you got commercials, you got stuff like that. Uh, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Uh, I do not do this program by myself, so let me go around the room real quick, introduce you to my fellow compatriot. On my right is the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson great of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. And in studio. Live in studio location Bravo. It's got good AC in here. Oh boy. Um it's uh, we do have a good AC. We do have a good air conditioner in here. So you have to. What is it outside? It's uh it's hot. It's hot, it's hot, it's it hot. it ain't
14: Africa hot. It's Florida hot. It's
1: Florida hot and Florida hot is worse than Africa hot. It's worse yeah, than the there's humidity. Desert hot. It's uh let's let's take a look here. Let's see what we got here. let uh, just take a look at uh, the old weather real quick. Uh Let's see what he says. It says only 92, but with the heat index it feels like 100. That's because of the humidity. So it's a, it's a hundo. Yeah. It's a hundo out there on the skin. Yeah. Is what it is. Um it's uh it's a it's a sweltering heat. Is what it is. It's a it's a moist heat. Yeah, you know, is about the best way to describe it. Get a little moisty. Yep, yep. Absolutely. Um Earl, I uh I picked up a new firearm this week. Oh yeah? Yeah, you know, I don't intend to pick up firearms, but you know what happens. uh, (laughs) Oops. You Uh. go outside and you're like, um, oh, look, a firearm, right? Uh, What's what's (laughs)
14: the price tag? Okay.
1: Uh, And uh, this is a, I picked up a Smith & Wesson 5906. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And uh, I happen to be, uh, you know, listen, I do a lot of driving, do a lot of of moving around. Unlike you, though, I'm not on the, the same kind of. Schedule you're on? <laughs> yeah, i say a lot of driving. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I, I mean, realistically, I do. Hold on, let me see. This is a lot of driving for somebody that's not a driver. I'll okay. say that.
14: All right. Um, All right. I'll, I'll
1: I that will slide. do you, you know, 500 miles a week.
14: A week. Okay. A week. A week.
1: You do that, like, you know, uh, in a four hour period. You know, I, I get uh,
14: that. Yeah. My, my truck's governed down. The company's oh. got regulations on that so it takes me all day oh
1: okay so 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 i mean you got me you got me beat to fivefold. 5 but um uh, you know 500 is a lot for a non-driving person non-delivery yeah. oh, person yeah. so oh, yeah um but i'll get somewhere and i'll complete my task you know i might have to drive 150 miles away 100 miles away i'm done in 20 minutes and then it's like well let's stop at a couple of pawn shops and see what they got yeah you know since i'm in the area exactly right it's the same way with the Oh, that looks like a new liquor store. I wonder what uh, weird sense or weird uh, specials they might have running, and that's when you pick up some, uh, you know, some some odd uh, beverages every now and then uh, for the bourbon room for the location Bravo. Um, but I went in and uh, there was a fifty nine oh six, a Smith and Wesson fifty nine oh six, and for those that don't recall, that's the uh, that was these were the top guns on the market before Glock came out. This was right. early eighties, late eighties. All law enforcement had them. Yeah, but you can go back and look at Miami Vice and uh, 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 NYPD Blue, and this is all the automatics that they were carrying semi automatics. Semi automatics, thank you. Yes, yeah.
14: yeah. I mean, the, the, the first handgun I bought myself once I came of age was in this same family of the 1006. 1006, yes, yes. That's um, the full size 10mm. That's right.
1: I had the uh, the 45 version of that, the 4506. Yep. Um, I actually thought, you know, I, I wanted the 4506.
14: Yep. Ooh, I, oh, and, what's this? Ooh, that sounds cool. Yeah. Okay, I'll take yep. that.
1: Try and find one now. Yeah, on I know. Oh, I wish I never sold that. <laughs> uh, so, I walked in, and, I, and, and it was sitting on the counter. And I thought, ah, crap. Somebody else already bought it, right? And uh, I said, uh, hey, what's, uh, what's the dealio with this gun? And they said, um, oh, it's just coming off a pawn. And I was like, oh, well, pre- pretend I'm, I'm not in the pawn business and tell me what that means. I said, well, somebody pawned it, and then I guess they failed to make their payments for 30 or 60 days, and then it comes out of pawn, Right. and they sell it for, you now they got a couple options. They could sell it for the value of the gun, or they could sell it for how much money they're out to, to get back ahead yeah. to make it a positive deal for them. Um, and
14: we all know that's what they do.
1: Right. And you and I, I know, listen, what we, 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 we used to do was, was price them accordingly. You know, uh, firearms, used firearms. You know, sometimes you make $10, sometimes you make 100 But, you know, we'd price it according to what the what the current market value of the firearm was. Right. This pawn shop didn't do that. Oh. This pawn shop let me have that gun for $350. Sweet! Yeah. That gun's worth every bit of double that amount. Yeah, it uh, is. Um, Where's it at? Where's it it's at? A, it's uh, it's i I'll bring it, I'll bring it on a break. Um, it's, um, it has no holster marks, no nothing, oh. perfect wear, no scratches, no dents, nice. no nothing on it. It's a, beaut, nice. it's, she's it's a, tribute, beaut, Clark. Clark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was, that was nice. And then, uh, and then I picked up a couple of lower receivers this week, also because you know you're glutton for punishment. I just, you know, I oh look, there's. I'll take four of those, please. Thank you. I don't have those ones, so. that's what I did. Uh, but you know, that's that's that's, uh, that's the business we're in. That's the that's, yeah, that's yeah. the lifestyle we lead. That's the that's the uh, that's how we, uh, we that's how we roll, yo. That's how we roll. Um, so it's good to have. I I um I didn't have this fifty nine oh six, remember? Because I, I I collect. Ones I carried or .45s is kind of the way I go. Right. Um, I have that forty five oh six, I have a six forty five, But I didn't have the fifty nine oh six and I thought, well, for that price, now yeah, I do. You yeah, you can't turn it yeah. down for that. Now I do. For that price, I do. So,
14: so good gun. We'll get some How, ma- how much should say? three fifty what? Three
1: fifty plus uh, tax, tag, and title under four under four bills. I'll,
14: I'll give you three seventy five.
1: I said under four. I didn't say that far under four bills. <laughs> <laughs>
14: all
1: right. <laughs> so, three eighty five. All right. Sold. All right. Um. Good gun, good gun. In fact, let's take a look here. Let's go to our good friends over at Gunbroker and see what a fine uh, specimen such as this would go for. Let's take a look here. Let's go to gunbroker.com. By the way, if you're looking for a gun, go to gunbroker.com. They're actually our legit real deal. And, uh, you know, it's, it's something like 8 million users, I think it is. I think so, yeah. And, uh,. Listen. Even when running a gun store, we'd put it on there because rather than have twenty people a day come and look at it, why not have eight million a day look at it? Right. Exactly. Um, exactly. Uh, let's see. I'm looking for some used stuff. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, seven, eight hundred dollars. Yeah, is is where they're running, where they're selling. Uh, there's some people on here that think they're worth a lot more, and they're high. <laughs> <You> know, they, <laughs> they're, this guy thinks it's worth fifteen hundred dollars, and um, I'll sell him on this one for thirteen right now. <laughs> there you go. So. Let's take a look, and let's also take a look at the 1006. Since we're on here, if you can even find, and one. see what we're looking for for the 10 millimeter. Yeah. Oh, there we. There we go. Uh, Fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Current bids a thousand. Current bids a thousand. So just like that. Good guns. Good guns. Uh, hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. Uh, we've got uh, Major Bill joining us a little bit later in the program. That's still the plan. Uh, I get a couple more stories for you as well. Uh, don't forget if you're in, uh, uh, what is it, Syracuse, New York, or anywhere in New Jersey, it looks like they got them going on all over the place, and you got some crap guns or some old barn finds, or you got a gun that you just you just don't feel like haggling with the guy at the, uh, at the gun store, take them. Take them in. Get you, get you some cash, get you some iPads. Uh, you know, it's it's they're 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 crap. They don't work for anything else. You might as well enjoy it and take advantage of somebody else's money. It's your tax money, folks. Might as well get some of it. Yeah. We'll see you after the break.
7: The Keltech PMR thirty is no run of the mill. Okay. Cool.
3: Defining tactical... Coming back in two minutes. Six years.
9: Boundary Oak Distillery.
3: Do you love bourbon?
9: Boundary Oak Distillery.
3: Do you love whiskey?
9: Boundary Oak Distillery.
3: Do you love America?
9: Boundary Oak Distillery.
3: Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong.
10: 425-454-7012. right, here we go. 425
6: 454
4: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the MagSwag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room
6: Radio.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag studios. That's the MagSwag studios. Hey, um, Earl, I, I, it's baseball news. I know you're not that much into baseball. I just wanted to mention this out there, get some opinions. Hey. Get some opinions. Um, um, we, we know that in the football that Fo- the, the Foosball? In, in the Foosball. We know it in the Foosball uh, that um, uh, the Washington Redskins have changed their name to the Washington. Well, I guess they haven't changed their name yet. They've gotten rid of their old name. They're now known as the Washington Football Team Yeah. or Washington Professional Football Team. Yeah. They say they're going to have a new, a new name next year. Um, I don't care. I haven't watched football in years and years. Me neither. Um, but uh, the Cleveland team... Uh, the Indians? The Cleveland Indians. By the way, my favorite movie baseball team. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. My, yes. Favorite, my favorite movie. Just baseball. a bit outside. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Ball 8. Ball <laughs> 12. Um, they. Uh,
14: you can't say that on radio. <laughs> nah, nobody's <laughs> listening. listening.
1: It's kind of like here. Um, <laughs> the, uh, they that's have why de- I keep telling myself. They have decided to change their name yeah. uh, to make up for, I guess, all the the uh, uh, disenfranchised Native Americans in the Cleveland area, um,
14: and, and quite honestly, I don't think there are that many disenfranchised is, actual Native Americans.
1: There, there are. I, I took a poll. Okay. Uh, there's none. Right. There's none. This is this is this is angry white liberals. Um, exactly. That are that are mad. Exactly. Uh, you can't call it the uh, the Washington Redskins because real Redskins would be upset. Did you realize? Did you hear what you just said? You moron! You just said, you can't call them the Redskins because Redskins would be upset. You, you just, you know. Yeah, you're, uh, um, you're
14: a walking contradiction.
1: There, there's also the Atlanta Braves, um, and I don't know whether that would be a bad term, but they're, you know, they're being pressured as well. Uh, but the ownership in Atlanta, though, they're pretty good about saying, "Hey, you know, I, you gotta, I got your answer. So you're right here, right here. Mm-hmm. Come on, pal. Here's your answer." Uh, well, the uh, the the you see me, the Cleveland baseball team has decided to change their name.
14: Yeah, uh, sorry, staying on uh, football for just a minute. I'm waiting for this woke cancel culture to go after the Florida State Seminoles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not realizing that school has the full endorsing support of the Seminole Nation.
1: You know what that means? They get a check. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. That's Probably. What that, means. that means they get a check. But even so, it, you know, it's a uh, I would I don't see any problem with that. Also, especially yeah. especially if the Seminole Indian tribe, which is there in that part of Florida, well, uh,
14: they're actually opposite ends.
1: Yeah, they, they, they used to they, have they, all of Florida. They used to they, have all of Florida. They, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, they did. Now they, they get uh, they, they get a couple they small did. parts right right underneath the casinos is the parts <laughs> they got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And,
14: <laughs> and and the cigarette stores and the cigarette stores. Yeah, uh, exactly right and, right. and I believe the Seminole Nation has yet. To declare, they've never surrendered. uh, Yeah, surrender to the United States government. (laughs) uh,
1: (laughs) Yeah, just to get off on another, you know, (laughs) sidetrack. The uh, second battalion, (laughs) second battalion of the 124th Infantry of the Florida National Guard is the Seminole Battalion, and their motto is "Never Surrender," because (laughs) they have never never surrendered. surrendered. um Now, uh, so let's jump back one topic. Let's jump back two topics. so back they, the, on topic. The, back, herding cats. Herding cats. The Cleveland Indians, and I will never call them anything but the Cleveland Indians. Yeah. Um, has decided that they're going to be known as the Cleveland Guardians.
14: Yeah. Okay.
1: Right, right, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and I guess it has something to do with the Hope Bridge there in Cleveland. It's got it's got angels and stuff all over it, and they're the guardians of the of the city or something, and I don't know, the guardians of the galaxy, guardians, I don't know the difference, but yeah. but on my vote. Was for, listen, if you're going, if you're really going to change your name from the Cleveland Indians, why not use the name of one of the independent minor league baseball teams that's in Cleveland?
14: Ooh, ooh, which one? Which one?
1: The Cleveland Steamers. (laughs) They currently compete in the Great Lakes Division as a member of the Eastern Conference. Uh, (laughs) The Steamers used to play in Memphis as the Memphis Lemons. Uh, from for you know until uh, two thousand fourteen, but now they now they play in uh, they play in Cleveland. They are the Cleveland Steamers. So uh,
14: I'm trying to remember it, one of the one of the baseball movies. They had some minor league team. I can't even remember. That. Oh, uh, was it something Mud Hens or
6: something? like So that? To Toledo Mud Hens. Yeah,
1: they are yeah. real. <laughs> they, they've been they've been in uh, Toledo for years and years and years. Uh, yeah, they, there's a, there's incredible. Uh, the the name of uh, Minor league baseball teams is uh, is is ridiculous. Uh, have uh, fun uh, with it. it. What the yeah, heck? Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, there's a story out of Wyandotte. I'm not even sure how to say that right. Wyandotte. Uh, I'll, Wyandotte. I'll go with that. Come Wyandotte, on. You, you, had,
14: you had the English minor for two and a half weeks.
1: I, I, I do have an English minor, but it doesn't mean I can say obscure words that don't <laughs> exist anywhere else. <laughs> um. In, in, uh, in addition to reduce gun violence, protect residents, law enforcement agencies take a proactive approach uh, to uh, uh, with the goal of removing illicit firearms from city streets. Earl, that's the whole reason I want to talk to you about this article because... Uh, well, I'll give you the quote from the police chief here. One of the most effective strategies we use in the pretextual traffic stop when it comes to reducing criminal activity. Our, fa- our officers are trained to look for specific indicators that demonstrate illegal activity. Uh, police officers have found people in possession of guns that they shouldn't have. And again, they are looking for illicit, illicit guns. Illicit uh-huh. guns. Now, um, Earl, I, I know what uh, um, an illegal gun is, right? That's a, that's a, well, I, I know what the left tells us an illegal gun is. The left tells us oh, an illegal gun is any gun. Um, Pretty much. You and I know that they're the only, a gun cannot commit an illegal act. It takes a person to commit an illegal act. Right. They may use a firearm or not. And I think the, we, the, you and I theorize the only time a gun by itself could be considered illegal is if it had the serial number forcibly removed. Yes, because then that it's it that gun by itself is in violation of a law. Uh, it has to be it's supposed to be taken away and, and seized and all that. Um, now, obviously, a person did that.
14: Right, right. I was to right, say right. the the yes. gun didn't do it itself. Correct. You know, somebody somebody modified that yes. firearm in an illegal manner. Yes, yes. And I just did a quick uh, search of uh, for uh, on the uh, dictionary uh, app that I have for illicit. The collegiate definition is not permitted or unlawful.
1: So once again, they're trying to say that the firearm itself right. is the one violating the law.
14: Not, you know, they're trying like the to invisible. say that the, the firearm is illegal, not it's illegal for that human being to be in possession of that firearm.
1: Folks, you're saying, I know some of you are saying, oh, it's semantics, and semantics. Well, let me, I'll say it to you this way. Um. In, uh, in New York, you can't have an AR-15, all right, unless it's been seriously modified to, to being almost worthless. All right? And, and that's, a, that's an illegal gun in New York, all right. according to uh, all telltale individuals and everybody that writes about this. It's an illegal gun in New York. You don't take the gun and arrest it and put it in jail. The gun did not commit an illegal act. The individual that brought it over the state lines did. Now, obviously, that law is crap. Uh, it hopefully... Within the next year or two, we'll get enough Supreme Court cases to get that to go away. But nevertheless, uh, it's not the firearm that is illegal. It's not the firearm that is illicit. It is those that use them to uh, commit crimes uh, or, you know, or convert them, do things to them they shouldn't do. Um, there's been a bunch of cases out there recently where people have been turning their semi-automatic firearms a bunch, I saw two, um, into uh, full-auto firearms. Now, first off, I didn't, we didn't bring you these whole stories on those, on those cases because I believe it's a load of crap. Most people, anti-gunners, and most people even in law enforcement, couldn't tell you the difference between one or the other. Um, they'd have no knowledge and, and expertise on how to open up an AR and look inside and tell you what the parts and the components are that makes it an AR. They couldn't do it on a Glock. All right. So when I see all of these, well, they have a part that they purchased or they printed, they 3D printed and it, turns it into a full auto, and now it's a full auto gun. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Put the video up. It's like, or it's like the old saying: picture it didn't happen. All right. <laughs> picture it didn't happen. Uh, so when you tell me this story, uh, you're 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 full of crap, as far as I'm concerned. You could take your illicit gun and your illicit story, and uh, you know, consume a satchel full of Richards. You know?
14: <laughs> I'm waiting for, you know, if, if this current administration put ramrods through their uh, the, the rulings they want and try to make all AR-15s uh, part of the NFA firearms registry, uh, then, you know, in a sense, and I'm not condoning illegal activity, but yeah, it is yeah. kind of funny, yeah. so I'm going to make this statement, then, yeah, turn it into a, an illegal machine gun. The penalty's the same.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, say car ramrod. Say Car ramrod. Car ramrod. Car say, Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magsfight.com studios. As we get back, we'll have Carm Ramrod himself, Major Bill.
14: (laughs) All right. Listen here right now.
12: 40 kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program with all of the above and more selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged, and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people. People just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home.
10: First time that we saw
5: combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's going to happen
10: next? And how long am I going to be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me. Yeah. in there that I could possibly have needed at that time.
5: Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said look brother everything's going to be okay three months from now four months from now a year from now you'll be fine that type of thing is an invaluable service to be honest i don't know if i would be as well adjusted as i am now if it wasn't for them to learn more
12: call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org
11: coming back in two minutes Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to... F.
3: Back in a minute.
11: I heard that.
4: All right. Can I your bill on the line? You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Earl.
5: The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com.
1: Army Sergeant, Army Master Sergeant Benjamin Stevenson, died July 21, 2011, during Operation Enduring Freedom. Stevenson, 36, of Canyon Lake, Texas, was assigned to the U.S. Special Operations Command, Fort Bragg, North Carolina. He was killed in action in Petipa Province, Afghanistan, of wounds suffered when insurgents attacked his unit using small-arms fire. Stevenson was born in Albany, New York, and graduated from Smithson Valley High School, Spring Branch, Texas, in 1993. He enlisted in the U.S. Army as an infantryman on June 10, 1993. Stevenson initially served with the 325th Infantry Battalion at Fort Bragg as a tow gunner, and a squad leader, and then as an aircraft power plant repairer with the 601st Aviation Support Battalion at Katterbach, Germany. In 2000, Stevenson successfully completed the Special Forces Qualification Course and was assigned to the 5th Special Forces Group at Fort Campbell, Kentucky. There, he served as a Weapon and Intelligence Sergeant and deployed three times in support of Operation Iraqi Freedom and once in support of Operation Enduring Freedom. In May of 2006, Stevenson was assigned as a Special Operations Team Member, U.S. Army Special Operations Command, where he deployed an additional four times to Iraq and two times to Afghanistan. He was posthumously awarded the Purple Heart and the Defense Meritorious Service Medal. Army Master Sergeant Benjamin Stevenson, you are not forgotten.
5: If you or a family member or a friend have any
14: legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960.
5: And I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need
14: for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is.
1: Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for sponsoring Fallen Harrow program. Folks, if you're need a, if you looking for a good lawyer or you want to find a good lawyer in your part of the country that helps you with the Second Amendment issues, please feel free to call uh, Attorney Kevin Maxwell. It's com. Hey, on the line with this, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program Major Bill.
4: Sounds control to
14: Major Bill. Hey guys,
0: how's it going this week? Doing well, doing well.
1: Yeah, not too shabby, sir. How about how are things with you?
0: Uh, things uh, things are going very well uh, here in the world of South Florida law enforcement. We have a we have a large event down in the Miami Dade area called Rolling Loud. Uh, <laughs> so we have a lot of uh, a lot of officers mobilized uh, to. Uh, make sure that that event runs uh safely and it doesn't get out of hand uh but conflicting with that is the uh i don't know if you guys are feeling it up there but we're uh, having some pretty severe weather down here so it's uh it's leading to some flood warnings down here for us
1: um uh, you know it uh this is uh central florida so we are about 150 miles away and um we, it might as well be, you know, uh, the Pacific Northwest. It's just, it's Florida. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a different weather system every 25 miles, you know? Yes.
6: <laughs> yes,
0: there is, absolutely.
1: Uh, let, let's see here. I've got a, a question for you now. Um, how many days, what are you doing with your time? I mean, how many days left until uh, NHL comes back to the ice?
0: Uh, well, we uh, we just had the Seattle Kraken uh, steal players from every other team.
6: Uh, <laughs> so
0: they'll be entering the fray here in 2022. Uh, took one of the Florida Panthers uh, goalies. Uh, Drieger wasn't happy about that, but had to uh, protect some others. And so you can only get a, a limited number of players you can protect. So unfortunately, he got snatched up by the by the Kraken. Uh so we we got a uh, coming up in september so i don't have too much longer uh I think if i just keep taking my uh my thorazine i'll be <laughs> all right keep myself calm until the uh the pregame uh warm up start in september and then uh we we get launched uh into the season in october
1: uh how do you know, listen i know you got a story i don't want i don't want to stay on uh, hockey too long but um uh how do they how do they come up with the Kraken? How does that happen? How do they how do they decide? Oh, this sounds good. I mean, this is like Cleveland Guardians. I honestly believe Cleveland Steamers would have been uh, a better name. And how do they come up with the? How do they come up with that?
0: Uh, well, the the name was actually voted on uh, by the people in the Seattle area. Uh, so they they put it out there. The, the the people who were putting together the team put it out for suggestions and votes and. And that's what
1: they came up with. Listen, um, if anything has shown us, and Earl can tell me about this also, um, you you never leave it up to the internet to help pick a name. Uh, that's how you end up with Bodie <laughs> McBoatface. Yep, <laughs> Bodie McBoatface. You know, that's just, that's how you that's how you get yeah. that. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty ridiculous. Um, and 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 listen, I, I've been through a, a draft expansion before, uh, and everything else, and and you, and you have to you have to deal with it. But you know. It's uh, it doesn't make it uh, the next sixty-four days until the first preseason game starts. That doesn't make it any easier. So, um, we, you know, what we'll do? We'll no, just no,
0: it doesn't. I, I would have. I'd much rather seen it gone uh, back to Quebec. Yep. I would. Would even love to have seen the Hartford Whalers uh, come back as well, but it was not meant to be.
1: Listen, we we ended up with the uh with the with the Winnipeg Jets. You know, we got them back. Um, I don't know why we couldn't do the Charlestown Chiefs. It's time they get a little promotion. You know, putting on the foil coast. Well, you know, you know
0: absolutely. That's the greatest greatest hockey team uh, that has has ever gone on the ice.
1: It's exactly right. The Charlestown Chiefs, folks. If you don't know it, you need to get you a jersey, or a sweater. Get you a sweater is what they are, and uh, and and a sweater and, and be part it's and be right. part of the be part of the organization. Uh, all right, let's see here. We, we've, we chopped you down to about three minutes' time. What, what might you have for us today, sir?
0: Uh, well, I, I, it's uh, sorry, right, I can uh, squeeze this one in here. But, you know, we had Florida Man last week, and I, I, you know, dollar to donuts that, you know, when I talk about a Florida Man story, there's a Florida woman out there that says, hold my wine spritzer. <laughs>
6: uh,
0: and that's exactly what we, uh, that we had happen. Uh, so let's jump on over there to charlotte county and in port charlotte florida a woman uh was arrested for swimming naked uh in a neighbor's pool uh it turns out that heather kennedy uh, was uh found swimming naked in a neighbor's pool after he came home uh from a doctor's appointment he walked uh Uh, into his house and out back and through the when i started seeing a trail of clothes and miss kennedy was swimming uh in the pool and she refused to get out so he called nine one one uh the fine deputies there at the shark county sheriff's office came over uh and asked her to get out of the pool which she refused several times to get out of the pool uh they issued a trespass warning she refused to get out of the pool again uh and they said all right well you know you're under arrest so either you know, you come out, or I don't know, we'll, we'll change the pool. Uh, we'll put some bull- No, I, they didn't say, they didn't say that. They didn't say that. I'm kidding. Uh, but eventually she got out of the pool, got dressed, uh, and said, okay, well, it's time to go. And she said, well, I'm not going anywhere. So they went to handcuff her and, uh, she pulled away and said, you're not doing, you're not taking me anywhere. And eventually, um, they did win. Uh, and she became a guest of the sheriff's office uh, for trespassing and resisting without violence uh nothing uh, was said if she was on any type of narcotics or or, or alcohol or she just you know it, it's been the weather's been crazy it's been hot i don't know maybe she had a little heat stroke and uh and uh needed to cool off but either way miss kennedy was was arrested for that and finally removed from the pool
1: uh, I am looking at uh, some pictures here. Uh, you know, uh, the 42-year-old woman. Um, yeah, it, it, just from the looks of it, it looks like she was, she might have been suffering from uh, some heat exhaustion or something along those lines. She is uh, she's definitely feeling the heat. Uh, if you know what I say, I don't know what I mean there. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so she uh, Absolutely. she got to she got to get out the pool and go and uh, you know. I, I don't know. I mean this. Think about it. I mean, this is the kind of thing you sit around and you're like, oh, man, I wish there was a naked woman in my pool right now. And this guy called the police on her. So I think we might have called the police on the wrong person. But, um, uh, Major, thank you yeah. for, for joining yeah. us. Uh, we appreciate everything you do. And please, you and all your folks, stay safe.
0: Absolutely. And all my brothers and sisters in blue, remember, wear your best, wear your seatbelt, watch your six. Heroes and Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. The so guys will see you right after the break. <laughs>
4: The
7: Caltech PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine so when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second when innovation ignites performance brace yourself there's 29 more innovation performance keltech see more at keltecweapons.com.
4: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. Uh, thank you to Major Bill there. Uh, it's always entertaining, always informative when we have him here on the program with us. Uh, and um, I wanted to uh, close out Earl and I are sitting here going, what story are we going to do? What story are we going to do? And I think it's important to talk to you again about uh, you know D- David, the Waco Kid Chipman, The Waco Waco? The Waco Waco. The Waco Waco. I think it's t- it's time to talk to him about uh one more time. Um, he is, for those who don't know who David Chipman is, he was a 25-year uh, ATF man. And I want to make sure Earl, we get all of the facts that we know them now that have been coming out uh, about David Chipman uh, and, and give them to you what we know in order here. Uh, or, sorry, in no particular order. Um, we know that there was 25 years with the ATF. Um, we know that at some point... He became a uh, teetotaler. Uh, he, 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 you know, some sort of incident, something happened in his life, uh, gave up the alcohol, uh, started going to the meetings. And listen, there's, I have nothing against anyone that decides uh, they want to no longer have alcohol in their life, whatever the reasons, whether it be health, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, mental health, uh, physical health, whatever it happens to be. Uh, whatever your decision is, uh, you know, support you hundred percent. Right. Um. But I guess when he gave it up, he became uh, obsessed. Obsessed. His, focus, his new focus became uh, anti gun, to to get rid of all guns. Uh, that became his new passion. That became what he locked onto. And that's from many of his supervisors and coworkers. That he became, in fact, the, the quote they used is he became a rabid anti gun. Hmm. Uh, um. So so, we know that about him now um, we 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 also know that um, and he can allege as many times as he wants that he was not at Waco that all indications are he was at Waco. Now he may not have been there during the siege siege at Waco, uh, but he was definitely there afterwards, uh, and he was definitely there, even if it was as a part of the after action report to come in. And help examine and complete the investigation that he was there. Um, there, there. We also have seen recently that uh, he was is, is quoted to a uh, other employees that he worked with that uh, at the administration of a supervisor's test in ATF. So to become instead to go from a special agent to a supervisory special agent. Okay. Um that a number of african american people did rather well on the tests and he his response was wow did they they must have all cheated
14: wow okay
1: so making the reference that the uh, the uh, the the minorities must have cheated in order to have gotten uh, a, such to, a good grade to, on to score well yes 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 okay um uh, there is uh more recently within the past week uh he has uh, he was found to have done an interview about a year ago where it, it was it was asked about people going out and buying many firearms during uh the the trying times with the with the you know, the, the antifa and the blm going crazy and the and the riots and everything else yeah the, he,
14: at at the height of the chaos at the height of the
1: chaos and he said uh people shouldn't have guns unless they have had safety training so again right there i'm i'm deviating from the second amendment uh i want you to have training before you can even own the firearm, right? Okay, um, folks, we're responsible adults. You wouldn't pick up a chainsaw and start cutting down trees without reading a manual, or watching some YouTube videos, or asking somebody that knows how to operate a chainsaw for some help. How do I know this? Because listen, nobody jumps into a automobile. Nobody- Earl, I'm a, I'm a pretty good driver. I would never jump into an 18-wheeler and try and drive that some bitch down the road without getting some lessons from you first. <laughs> OK, that's the nature of people. We are responsible oh, yeah. by, by nature.
14: It, it, we, we've got documented proof that, you know, we we thought that the constitutional carry states were going to essentially drive out of business. The yep. the instructors giving the classes for the concealed carry permits. they were thinking, oh, great, I got to find a new job. You know, a short time after the law passed, they are overwhelmingly busy giving firearms training classes because now and I'm using broad statements here now everybody that decides they simply want to carry a gun that they don't need to go get training to satisfy the legal requirements they want all the training they can handle they huh. can't handle the amount of training the, the the instructors are having a tough time handling the you know putting on the amount of classes that the students want to take
6: uh
1: our good friend uh, craig delu says it um, when you assign a number of hours to a training or you put a training requirement out there what you're really doing is setting the training ceiling right. rather than the training basement right um so when we're in florida there's no time requirement the minimum requirement is shoot one live round yep so you get you get gun shows with 30 minutes worth of training and pull this round, pull, the, pull, pull this trigger and shoot the uh, bullet into the bucket of sand through a suppressor behind the building. Yeah. That's what you get. And that's what people stay at. And we saw, just like you said, Arizona got rid of their four hour requirement, and boom, now people are seeking 40 hour courses regularly. Those instructors have more work that they could deal with, and it's been eight years since that happened. Yeah. <laughs> and there's still, to this day, there's not enough instructors out there. Um, let's see, um, Senator Dick Durbin. Uh, now he's the Senate Majority Whip. so He's a Democrat. He told people this week that there's a lot of issues with this nomination. Wow. Okay. Forty-eight of the fifty uh, of the fifty uh, uh, U.S. Uh, for the Republican senators have signed on against against ATF overregulation with uh, with the with the braces yes. and with the eighty percenters. Yes. Already coming at. You know, people like David David Chipman, David Waco Kid Chipman here. Um, we know that um, there have been many outward signs uh, that uh, uh, Merrick Garland, the attorney general, has said, hey, we should really, really have a nomination so we can get this guy in here. Folks, we need to do this. We need to nominate him.
6: Mm, many, many, no. s-
1: many, many signs that this is where he needs to be. He's referred to by many houses, many members of Senate as the radical gun grabber. Okay, uh, or, or um, Marco Rubio the, with the with the little hands. He says, uh, um, "Little Marco, uh, David Chipman's the former anti-gun lobbyist who is unfit to lead the ATF. Violent crime soaring in cities across the country. Rather than confront the real cause of the problem, Chipman seems more interested in punishing law-abiding gun owners." And sharing crackpot internet conspiracies, I think it's about done for this guy, Earl. And I think, honestly, I hope so. I honestly think the only reason that he is still in contention and not been removed is because the Democrats are waiting with fingers crossed for another mass shooting event.
14: Sadly, I I think you're right, and 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 I'm I'm not trying to put on a tinfoil hat, but it's funny how. The dates coincide with gun legislation and events.
1: That there's not too much time difference. It's so weird, right? It's mm-hmm. so weird. You get. Uh, we just saw San Francisco, Los Angeles, Chicago, Washington, and New York. Uh, get uh, just got help from ATF. Um, Democrat-controlled series cities. Uh, I'm sure, Earl. If there's another mass shooting event, it's going to occur. In uh, in some place where um, the laws failed, yeah, all of because we, you know we well we know we need to prevent shootings, Earl. One more law. One more law. One more law. We,
14: it, it's already illegal, but we need to make it
1: illegaler. That's it. Make it illegaler. I love that. Um, so that's that's what's going on, folks. Um, y- you need to you need to contact your Congress people. You need to concast, uh, contact your senators um, and let them know to get this guy out of there to get this guy's nomination pulled uh they need to vote and that's what they need to do they need to come to a vote because they could say we're withdrawing the nomination and then three months later the shooting occurs and they're reinstating his nomination they need to come to a vote this guy needs to go yeah they need to they need to to be gone make a
14: final decision of the the nomination of david chipman for atf chairman uh is a vote of no next candidate
1: yep exactly right um I think the only other thing that I can recall that I, we might have missed is that the that he may have misplaced his own firearm and never reported it. Oh, imagine that! Yeah. So.
14: So does that mean he falls under this new law of, you know, because he didn't report it in a certain amount of time, he's a criminal?
1: We know that those laws don't apply to those people, right? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. uh, rules for thee, not Con- for me. Congressman Val Demings, former Orlando police chief, did the uh-huh. same, and it didn't apply to her. Uh, Earl, uh, thank you for joining, uh, uh, folks. Thank you for joining Earl and, and me and everybody else here on the program. Earl uh, and
14: I, Mister English Minor.
1: Oh, you, you go ahead. You finish the show. Go ahead. <laughs>
14: <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, folks. <laughs> we'll see you again next week live on the radio.
1: Until then, exercise your second member rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready.
14: And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a
3: swivel. See you next week. Alrighty, that's everything.
1: Thank you, sir. Good one. Uh, no. Now, are you just training somebody to train him, or are we getting a new guy?
3: Nope, just training somebody to train him, just so that I have backup for if I get sick or need to take a weekend off or something.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. I was
3: to say, I, don't, I hope you're not a quitter.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. You have a good week, and we talk to you guys soon. Yeah, sounds good. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.
6: Close that out. Close this out. Woo.